Welcome to Bottom Line Sports Talk, where we cover sports and more for the culture, by the culture, because we are the culture. Hosted by your favorite twin duo, those Jackson men, Gary and Carrie. You can find us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, where you can rate us, review, subscribe, follow, and most importantly, share. Man, oh man, oh man, oh man, oh man. What a butt-whooping Gonzaga took last night. Yep, I called it. I said they was going to win. I said Baylor was going to win. They represented for the South. Of course, this whole tournament was going for everybody in the South. So, <laughs> I, no, for real, for real. Oh, for real, yeah, yeah. For real, for real. No, it, no, we know it. I'm a North Carolina guy. I'm a Tar Heel guy. So, I'm, I'm always rooting for them. But pretty, yeah, this, this tournament right here, it was just straight South all day long. And Baylor came out, smacked Gonzaga in the mouth, and Gonzaga could not do anything. What did you what would you what did you feel about the game? What what do you think Gonzaga could have done that could have got them a little bit better? Or what was they was there anything else? Nothing. I told you when we, we talked about it, I, and that was a great win by them Saturday. This is the NCAA March Madness tournament. For those who don't know, it was a wild game between UCLA and Gonzaga yes, on Saturday. Yes, sir. It was a barn burner. Probably one of the best shots. In college basketball history. Yeah, I can remember, yeah. And, and the way it went down. Like I told you, I think they thought, UCLA thought Gonzaga was going to call a timeout. Is it Suggs or Snugs? Suggs. Yeah, he should have been Snug because he snuggled right up next to the blanket when he got through with that. I'm like, homeboy, pop straight in there. Heartbreaking. He did his thing. Yeah. Sent Bar Marley home. <laughs> turtle. Oh, Tiger. <laughs> he was a Tiger, turtle, Tiger, turtle after that. Tiger Campbell. <laughs> No, nah, that was a good. That was a good no, game. No, it, it, it was a great game. Timmy, 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 who was MVP for Gonzaga, Timmy Turner, mm-hmm. I call him. Uh, but no, yesterday I wasn't really shocked. I I saw Baylor play against Houston, and yeah, they put a butt whooping on Houston, but it was the way they did it. So yesterday they came out. I think the score was nine zero. Real. And I had said, "Dog, this game over." Somebody looked at me and said, "It just started." I was like, "No." I was like, Gun- yeah, I was I'm- like, Gonzaga is outmatched right now. Maybe if it was on a Tuesday, it'd have been better. <laughs> but Baylor was on top of it from jump, and even when Gonzaga, and we talked about that too, when yeah. Gonzaga made their run, yeah, they- Baylor came back, popped three of them in a row. I think yeah. like it was nasty. Yeah, it, it had came to a point. I know in the say, I know before the first half had closed out, they had got it within nine or ten, and then in the second half, they got it. They got the score with maybe like within fifteen minutes or whatever. They got that fifteen minute mark. They got it within nine. Yeah, in the second, and, yeah, in the second half. yeah, in the second half, they got it within nine. And after that, Baylor went on a six a six zero run. So on top of y'all going on your runs, you already down. And then Baylor's defense, which we have to give credit to, the guards, Davian Mitchell, Jared Butler, all the way down to the the post players, uh, Mitchell. They everybody did what they were supposed to do. And it seemed that they were just so in sync on defense that you really couldn't. There wasn't really too many open options. You, Timmy, got in foul trouble a little bit, a little bit early in the in the second half. Probably within that ten minute mark, he probably caught his third, third or fourth foul. And Suggs caught an early foul in the first half. But just looking at that game overall, the defense, I have. 
Yeah, it ain't even the offense. Even though shout to Jerry Butler. No nah, man, just call it what it is. It's a block party. Last yeah. night was a block party. Yeah, it was it was defensive party, man. It, they were all over the place. They were all everybody rotate. If you ever want to know how you play defense, look at the Baylor's team. I, me being honest, and you know, I watched a bunch of college basketball. This defensive team that Baylor put out there last night, probably one of the better defensive teams I've seen in a minute. In a minute, and you have and you have guys that can score, especially their guards. The guards can just go. Jared Butler can go twenty. I think he. They said he was the first player since Carmelo Anthony to have twenty points in 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 the game, twenty points and seven assists in the game in the championship game. So big shout out to Baylor, big shout out to Jared Butler that's from Louisiana, and Donovan. Uh, I want to say Mitchell, but yeah, he nah, from Lake Mitchell. Charles. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he from Mitchell, but um, uh, he from Lake Charles. But definitely got to give credit to Scott Drew. It was looking shaky for him. Like in 2011, 2012, they got to the Elite A. Unfortunately, they ran to Anthony Davis and that Calipari team, Kentucky team. But Scott Drew, I didn't think he was going to last in Baylor this long. But he lasted. And again, I always go back to the saying, wrong one built in the day. It took him, what, he came in there in 2003, 18 years later. Got him his first national championship, put Baylor back on the map. Now, I just want to get on the comment. I am writing a beautiful piece. I do think so myself. That's just me tooting my own horn. I want to get on a comment that was made, and I asked you if you had heard it, but I wanted to make sure we paraphrase it here. Mm-hmm. I'm paraphrasing what I heard, people. This is what I heard. Maybe you heard different. Not sure. I took it a little personal. I got a little offended. A commentator during the UCLA-Gonzaga game on Saturday made mention of number 24, Cody, and I don't know how to pronounce the last name. I ain't going to butcher it either. Okay. Um but number 24, he's a senior returning senior. Mm-hmm. He said, this is what college basketball is all about. He came back for his senior year. And this is what college basketball is meant to be. Basically, paraphrasing, saying, because the guy bet on himself, this is what college basketball is all about. Now, I got offended because I'm saying, are you saying because people are one and done and they don't honor the game of basketball? That it ain't true. It ain't mm-hmm. true. Essence, like it, we keeping it a band. College basketball ain't on a college basketball since the <laughs> Fab Five set up there and found out they were exploited and tried to make things a little different. And they and players still not getting paid. And players still aren't getting paid. So what college basketball is about is simply what it is. It's a stepping stone. And the way that y'all lose it out on college basketball is by ignorant statements like that. See, that's why there's so many options out here right now. G League, overseas, any mini league coming around. Any mini league. Well, you know what I mean. But you you got you have so many different options. Yeah. And to be honest, if you an American and you bought that life, you might want to go play overseas. Well, the way they look at overseas players now, like look you said that. a way better chance. Stephon Marbury ain't came back since. I don't think he come back. No, homie is beloved in China. As he a ain't ma- never coming back. As a matter of fact, he come, the only time he probably do come back is the visit for a vacation. Visit. And then he going back yeah. to China. So homie nah. got homie got real estate out there, everything. Like yeah. he he living out there. Yeah, but yeah, but back to your point, like you said, it it it's statements like it's statements like those that kind of get us 
riled up. And it, it, it was just a small statement. And he probably ain't mean nothing by it. But like you said, if you bet on yourself, like college basketball, I mean, he is benefiting from it. But again, you can take the pros and the cons. You know, the pros, free education. You get another chance to play ball. You get another, but the cons are, all right, what, what, what happens after this? Well, see, the reason why I took offense to it is because upon doing a little research that I did, he went to the NBA combine. You know, they had a rule say if you don't have an agent and you don't really get the looks you want, you can always come, come back. back right. He didn't bet on himself. They didn't pick him up. Yeah. He, <laughs> he, he got the hard, he, what they say, you get the hard, cold facts. And yeah, every, that's what they said. And, yeah. and every GM, and every GM that he probably talked to told him, Hey, man, this year's NBA draft, like, I, we don't, I don't see us picking you. I don't see us picking you. You need to work on this. You need to work on that. You need to get better doing this. You need to get better doing it. So if you hearing all these things and you hear a, a, a whole bunch of no's, it ain't no reason for you to go in that draft because ain't nine times out of ten, you probably, you more than likely you weren't going to get drafted. And then on top of that, you have to either, you can't, you won't be able to play college basketball anymore. So that's another thing. Well, it's then, only if you have an agent. That's that rule they made. Cause had it been, Four years ago, five years yeah, yeah. ago, then yeah. as soon as you declare, that's, that's it. That's a wrap, yeah. Yeah, yeah so they made their rule to sit yeah. up there and, you know, benefit some folks, oh, yeah. which is fine. But don't say he bet on himself, and this is what college basketball about. Because if somebody would have drafted him, he would have never came back for his senior year. Yeah, that's a fact. Well, uh, speaking on college basketball, was there any players that stood out to you that, that kind of was underwhelming? Wasn't gonna get a no one gonna get a lot of looks, but now they are. I don't know if, if Gonzaga guards come out. Anybody from Baylor, because you know with them being national champs, they are mm-hmm. represented. But Gonzaga guards really impressed me. Okay, I don't know if Timmy gonna get a look, but he got heart. You know, Timmy probably gonna get a look. Yeah, probably but, but he got heart. Yeah. yeah, he got heart. So I think I think just the the final four. I mean, I don't know what people would think about Houston. Uh, but Houston has some some flavor. Yeah. Uh, Alabama got a little flavor. Yeah, I I don't you know I don't pretend to know their names per se, but that's that's what I was gonna actually ask you. Do you think just because COVID came around, that maybe had a shift to do with the NCAA tournament, or was it before COVID? Because I think before COVID, it was kind of getting mm-hmm. you know a little underwhelming. Yeah. Like if you don't, I think COVID I ain't gonna lie. I think COVID actually helped. It might have helped it out. Yeah, right? I, th- I think COVID actually helped this NCAA tournament. Because I think but, before it was kind of washed. Yeah, I ain't gonna say washed, but it just last year it was like damn. This year with the crop of players that that we've seen that was on the John Wooden watch out the uh, Luke Garza for getting the John Wooden award, but a lot of this this year's class had had a lot of it factors in it. So I think right now, um, if you ask me, in my opinion, of course, I think COVID definitely helped out the NCAA tournament because it wasn't last year and everybody was craving for it. Everybody wanted it. A lot of people ain't think it was going to happen because it was still, COVID cases were still going crazy. But I think, I think NCAA, besides the stuff that they pulled with, on the women's college basketball and we got to give a shout out to Stanford and Arizona. Big shout out to Stanford women for winning the women's college uh, national championship. And uh, I'm sorry, not Baylor, Arizona. Arizona women's uh, team did phenomenal. Beat UConn. They did their thing. But if you want to ask me who I think was the outstanding player, 
on this tournament that definitely helped his uh that definitely helped his stock his NBA stock. Jared Butler, Davian Mitchell, because he can he definitely can lock up. And I go with I go with Houston's uh Quentin Grimes. He he definitely he yes, did a whole man. he did a whole three sixty, man, because I ain't Last year when Houston came to play SMU, he only had five points. It was definitely disappointing to watch him because it was bad. But he did have a good season. And this past season, his shot got better. He read the court. He he, he was a five-star crew. He played at Kansas. It's a reason Bill Seth recruited him. He was a good player. But, you know, it just didn't work out at Kansas. So went to the Texas route, which he's from out here, and went to Houston Develop this game, and I think he definitely has a good chance of making his uh making his name known in in the NBA draft. I think if it wasn't for COVID, March Madness wouldn't have the effect that it has because it's everything's out of routine, uh, especially for us over here in this Western Hemisphere. <laughs> Everything is out of routine for Americans, so we didn't have it last year, so you were craving it this year. Reason why I say COVID helped slash hurt is because I felt like it was. Somewhat on a decline. Like, if your favorite team ain't in that mug and you ain't got a Cinderella story and it's kind of like the same old, same old uh, Kansas, Kentucky, Duke, uh, North Carolina, you sprinkle in there, maybe a VCU or Butler or something. I mean, like or, you, or, or Roberts. Okay, I, no, I, I get what, what you're what what saying. From. Like, if if it's from. not for them, it's like it becomes kind of mundane. I'm talking about before COVID. Had, it, had COVID not happened, I saw... A, a, Besides people, people get more excited about doing the brackets sometimes than they do necessarily watching the game because a lot of females, a lot of people who ain't really in the sports, but they want to bet, they'll sit up there and watch or pay attention more uh, because I just, I don't know, to me, it just felt like it was getting ready to be a downturn. Like what a lot of people have, what a lot of players having more options, who knows? I disagree, but yeah, I I you know, I respect your opinion. I mean, you a basketball fan? I'm not. I'm not. I'm not speaking from that. I'm just speaking of like the person. Uh, chicks it up there. Oh, you filled out your bracket. They may watch it too. One girl told me her bracket got busted, and that was it. She ain't watching. <laughs> watch no I'm I'm telling you, like more people are likely to do that once your bracket get busted. Oh, I ain't really, you know, messing with basketball like that. Like I ain't talking from a fan or a somewhat fan. I'm talking about somebody who fill out a thing. I ain't no, nah, I ain't really caring about who I am. I just want to see if I can get a million dollars, which, you know, we know that's slim to none. Yeah. What I want to get on is the best commercial I've seen in a long time. Yeah, I'll tell you a chance to check it out. It was. If you haven't seen it, it will be tagged for tomorrow. It's the new Bronco commercial. It starts off with, I'm sorry, let me paint a picture for y'all. It starts off with a horse. Mm-hmm. A coat, if you will. That's what they call them. And it starts off with goats. Goats raising. He have a hard time getting across every different terrain, the mountains, the snow, the the rivers. He's slipping, he's falling, he ain't making it the goats he's struggling, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then all of a sudden one day he just blossom. Right? The coat becomes strong. He getting bigger, faster, stronger, the whole nine yards. And guess what? And tell them where you go. And the, hold on, hold on. I got to talk about the ghost though. The ghost sitting up here doing they, you know, they ritual. They banging heads. Right. But we banging this thing. The the colt, the horse, he going to the cave. Okay. And out comes a bronco. Mm. Now, if y'all don't know what the bronco is, I know y'all know this. Y'all know who OJ Simpson is. 
Not OJ Howard. Not OJ Mayo. I'm talking about OJ, OJ Simpson. Oh, I'm talking oh. about OJ Simpson. Y'all know who OJ Simpson is. <laughs> OJ Simpson was arguably one of the best talents to come out of USC. Yep. At running back. And for a short time, you know, kind of tore the league up as well as college football. One of the best team. running backs, yeah. OJ ain't known for his football play. OJ known for this Bronco, and I ain't talking about Denver. You talking about the white Bronco. I'm talking about OJ known for this white Bronco. I don't know if the Bronco been out since then, but they said this new release, so I'm just going to keep it a band. Yep. OJ need to be reimbursed. He made that Bronco. Bro, we talked about this. OJ made that Bronco legendary. We don't know. Did you ever see him stop for gas? Nope. Homeboy. He was on full. Full. I don't know how long it Four stayed on the gas. The Bronco is the reason why everybody got good highway mileage right now. Yep. They Every, pay, hey, pay that man. Everybody looked at that Bronco back then in the 90s. They said, you know what? How, how is this big chunk of love getting all this gas mileage? We got to step our game up. OJ, man, they need to pay you. That new Bronco, I ain't going to lie. I don't even like vehicles like that. I just want to get it just so I can represent. Hey, I got gas mileage on you fools. What about what about other commercials? Have you been checking out the Capital One commercials with well, Samuel I mean, you know, Jackson? That's why I work at, you know what I'm saying? Oh. So you, you know what I'm saying? But did slight plug? All right. Did, what what you which one was your favorite? Was was it the one with Magic Johnson? That was like the one yeah. with Magic was so corny. Yeah, it had to well, be funny. Yeah, but uh, I think the one with Gladys Knight and the pimps, the pips, and everybody donate. <laughs> Charles looking, Charles over there looking like he with the serious face and everything. Get on the midnight train. Woo woo. Now, I'm going to say that, that, that and they, I guess they premiered it last night because I hadn't seen it before. They in the one with Magic, doing Magic. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I, yeah, yeah. We saw that, in, we saw that in, the, in the bar, so it was still funny. In the bar, I was like, wow. My man was a wizard with the hat on. Yeah. Like, it, it was, it was kind of funny. But. So, so I got on, on to some more news, some sad news in the college basketball world. One of my favorite co- college basketball coaches. He three years late to me. Roy <laughs> Roy Williams has retired from uni- the University of North Carolina basketball team. What are your thoughts on him as a coach? As a coach, he a Hall of Famer. Um, this move, however, Roy been looking like <laughs> he been over for the past three years. <laughs> hey, man, look. Right, Mike, so, Mike, so, we, Mike, we looking at you, too. So, so, so the, so the shocker of him retiring is not necessarily a shocker. It's more along the lines of I thought it was going to come. I knew this day was going to come. Yeah. And it is what it is. You know, he had a great career. Uh, Roy just looked tired. Yeah. And, and I got to give a not so special shout out to Kansas. Ain't nobody, don't nobody care about y'all trying to make the evening news with Bill Self getting a yeah, lifetime. Yeah, we don't care. Bill, he bro. overrated anyway. Man. Like, he can have it. Y'all, Give it to him. Who was after him? We right. maybe, maybe North Carolina was going to, maybe. Yeah. Maybe they were going after him. But for y'all to lock him up on a lifetime deal, so you want to settle for mediocrity. Bro, whatever North Carolina do, do not get Bill Self. Please. Oh, too late now. He got the lifetime oh, deal with Kansas. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, you know, if he ever decides to, you know. Oh, he out. can't get out of there. Oh. No. I guarantee you it's some blood money in there. No. <laughs> it's it's a blood signature. When he got ready to sign that. Oh, oh you get out you want out of this, we want your first child and grandchild. Coach at Kansas. All right. But um yeah, so back to Roy Williams. Like I said, like I'ma just add a little bit and say everything. 
He definitely was a great coach, great person to be around, Hall of Famer, know the game, study the game. His recruits love him to death. And the one thing, the one thing I, I do enjoy every time, every time we beat Duke or every time we advance in the NCAA tournament, like he'll always come in there and just start, you know, jumping up with the, with the team and everything. So he definitely, I, I can't say not one bad thing about Roy. I really can't. You yeah. said you said he's a great guy to be around. Like you knew him though. <laughs> so I, I feel I, as much as I watched him, I felt like I did. I feel like I did. I would say like he'd have met him. He'd have been out there to his private oasis and sit up there and talk game plan and talk shop with him. You, I'm just saying you funny. But but on the other news, they did uh, they did hire Hubert Davis as the next uh, head basketball coach at North Carolina. So. I'm definitely pulling for you, Hubert. Keep doing your thing, man. I hope you have a great season. Keep the tradition alive. Keep the keep the talent rolling in. And, you know, we're we going to be watching. We're going to be definitely watching. Now, the last thing I want to get on before we dip out of here is this. Sam Darnold has went to the Carolina Panthers. Mm-hmm. And I find it just such a great insult what they're doing to Teddy Bridgewater, who is their quarterback right now. Because you know what's going to happen if Teddy have a bad game or two. Sam going to get thrown in there. Now, for a man who saw Ghost and throw, uh, threw six picks on a Monday night game, <laughs> you telling me he actually said a chance to start? That is terrible. And I'm, not, I'm not saying he deserved to get picked up by another team, but they already were shaky on whether they was going to go draft a quarterback or go they get another yeah, one. They don't know what they were doing. But that's what I'm saying. Like, you, it's not like Teddy's a bad quarterback. Christian McCaffrey was hurt last year. And yeah. that's, that was, that was any, everybody with him. Yeah, that offense was shaky. You know, yeah. shaky. It was non-existence yeah, at the yeah. time. Yeah, and, and that's not a knock on Teddy either. That's yeah. not a knock on no, Teddy. No, it's, it's, it's in spite of, like, mm-hmm. if it wasn't for him, it really would have been bad. Mm-hmm. Oh, they went instead of there and bet their life on the boy coming out of West Virginia. I don't know if you remember him. Gino? No, no, no. It was a, it was a, a white guy. His, I forgot his name, but he's from West Virginia. So they drafted him like, oh, he the second coming or whoever. Right. Stinker. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. I know you. I remember what you talking about. Yeah, yeah he's sitting up there. He fucking, he fucking up the uh, the whole scene. And then you sit up here, you go get Teddy from New Orleans and sign him to a four year deal or whatever it was for a nice little piece of money. And now you like, oh, well, let me go get a backup quarterback. Sam Darnold, I'm, again, you you had your situation in New York. It wasn't all on you. It wasn't all on them. I, but I still say Sam Darnold have a chance of being pretty good. I I I told last last year when I said like if we would have went after Sam Darnold, I don't know. I think Sam, I don't know, bro. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how the season goes. But mm, I think Sam Darnold may have a good one. Unfortunately, he may have a good chance starting over Teddy. I don't think it's going to be like week one or week two. I think he may have to do the same thing James did and just sit down for a year, watch, learn. If it just get bad, then, of course, they're going to let him start. But I'm I trying still... to see how can he even start over Teddy. Teddy ain't been bad at all. Like, I don't care if it is bad. We've seen Sam Darnold bad. Yeah. And we've seen the best of Teddy. <laughs> it ain't no without, comparison. Yeah, without the ACL. Mm-hmm. If he didn't, never had ACL. Hey, even when he's with us and he won five and six in a row. Yeah, we seen the best of Teddy. If you have good pieces around him, you can see the best of Teddy. Mm-hmm. The defense even sucked last year for Carolina. What you call the what? Uh, who was it? You, 
who you always call the game manager, the quarterback. You always call him the game manager. That's how Teddy Bridgewater played when he was with us. He was he was game managing everything. Well, that, that's how Sean called the offense and uh, the kid in Minnesota, Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins Alex Smith. Alex Smith, the game, game changer. Yeah, yeah game know. manager, both of them. But 49ers fans will relate to this. And it's a shout out to you, Devin, so we'll know if you listen to the episode. <laughs> Sam Darnold is to Carolina as Jimmy Garoppolo is it's to the 49ers. 49ers. <laughs> and who, y'all know why I'm telling the true 49ers who, 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 fans. Who has the edge in this quarterback? Who would you start? In Carolina? No, I'm saying between Jimmy Garoppolo and Sam Darnold. You start Jim. Jim. Jim Jim went to Super Bowl. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> you got I, it. I, I, people can say what they want to about him not throwing that much, but Jim went to Super Bowl, mm-hmm. and I, I know people like, oh, well, and Jim Jim also stepped in for Tom Brady. I, I don't care. My man might have been put in a better situation, but you still got to rise to the occasion. And they got Sam Donald in hopes of him being the the, the be all end all for New York Jets and. I mean, New York Jets got their own problem. Right. But we can say this. Their defense ain't terrible. No. And you throw a lot of picks. Fumbles may happen. Running game, it wasn't bad when they had uh, Frank Gore. Yeah, when they had Frank Gore, it wasn't bad. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Frank is old. Yeah. Frank is old, man. Shout out to to the best best longest reigning running back. In history, just because he sit up there still surviving, he still surviving. He still surviving. I, I shout out to you, Frank. You don't get, you gonna get your roses one day. Hey, he always gonna get his roses with me, even though you know put us out of uh, in Super Bowl contention. But one thing before we go, the ESPN did the NBA's best twenty five under twenty five. One, they had Luca. Two, they had Zion. Three, they had Lamelo. Four, Donovan Mitchell. Five, Jason Tatum. Six, De'Aaron Fox. Seven, Ben Simmons. Eight, Devin Booker. Nine, Bam Adebayo. And ten, Shy Gillis Alexander. I don't Do know you why Shy not in there. Right. Do you think anything is wrong with this list? The first person I thought about, LaMelo Ball, I don't see him being better than Donovan Mitchell right now or better than Jason Tatum or De'Aaron Fox. Ben Simmons. Maybe they forgot to put a disc- maybe they forgot to put a disclaimer in here saying in no particular order. <laughs> we just maybe they, that's what they, they did. They should they should have did that, but still, man, like Jaws, like it. Jaws, Jaws, like Jaws, 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 Jaws the first on the one. List. Jaws the first one that pop out to me. Where's Jaws? Where's Jaws? Like they spell Jaws. Where's Jaws? <laughs> Mechanics hilarious. <laughs> I'm just saying, but yeah, they they ain't gonna lie. They look like they dropped the ball on that. Maybe if they were just doing, I don't know if they were doing it as projected, like with the age and what they'll be projected in the future, or if they just doing it now. If they doing it now, then no, I don't see. He's definitely not better than Donovan Mitchell. Even though Donovan Mitchell, you had a bad game yesterday, I ain't going to hold it to it. I'm just saying, you know. You yes, you are. Up. You paid your money. No, no, I, no, yeah, no, 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 cap now. Nah, hold ain't, it ain't, to ca- it. ain't Kevin. No, I ain't Kevin. He had a bad game. He had a bad. Well, I miss it. Hold his foot to the fire. Then I they ain't heard you say it on here. You oh, tell the people. Donovan Mitchell had a bad game last night. I paid, you know, I paid my ninety eight dollars for that game to, for him to show out. He ain't show out, but it was some good entertainment at that game. Uh, man, I don't even know what else to say. But yeah, man, I know. I just want to you know give a shout out to ESPN for 
messing that up. And, of course, it, with everything else going on, man, like I said, Paul Pierce got fired at ESPN. He had uh, entertainment going on at his crib in L.A. Not mad at that. Non-disclosure, people. NDAs. Remember them. Hey. NDAs. Oh, that's all I'm trying to say, bro. But, yeah, they parted ways, unfortunately. So, you know how that go. You know what? Fortunate to me. Why not? Here's what it is. If they can get rid of Chris Carter, who was for sure a Hall of Fame on FS1. Paul Pierce can go to ESP. Jeez. They got rid of him. Boy, you, man. Gee whiz, Gary. (laughs) Hey, man. Ain't nobody say? No, ain't nobody say. Y'all, you know that. All right, my bad. Go ahead, man. All right, well, my picks for the week are currency, paper dough, and I'm going to go with Young Thug and YG Party. Moneybag, yo. Time today. And Van just caught up. Is it phony pony? Phony people? I don't phony know. people. Yeah. Man, I don't like that day. <laughs> we don't like them phonies. Ain't get with the phonies. But yes, people, thank you for joining us for another exciting episode. We do plan to continue this uh, longevity. This is episode 82, I believe. Yep. Saying this non-disclosure at the end. These opinions... We're all formed by us. Facts. <laughs> Other than that, y'all take it easy. I'm about to go uh, enjoy this whole wrestling week. Uh, I've enjoyed basketball thus far, and we're going to keep it pushing. Keep your mask on. Stay inside if you can. Stay dangerous. Love your kids. Love your wife. Love your husband. At the end of the day, don't make trouble for me. Yeah, yeah, just chill. Don't don't make trouble for me. You know what I'm saying? We're just some simple creatures. Just leave us alone. But anyway, y'all, y'all take it easy. That'll be a whole nother episode. What's that? Uh, Y'all take it easy. Have a good one. Peace. Thank you for listening to Bottom Line Sports Talk. Don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and don't forget to share. We'll see you next time.